0: How's it going, Nashville? This is the Nashville Fitness Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Chris Beavers, where we will unpack all things health and wellness. We will clear up common myths, highlight amazing fitness opportunities, and bring you guys the best information about health here in the great city of Nashville. Welcome to the latest episode of the Nashville Fitness Podcast. Today, we're hanging out with Jeff Black over at Iron House Strength and Conditioning. Uh, he is an expert in his field and has done this, something really cool with uh, with his gym. He's got some crazy outcomes for his clients as well, and uh, can't wait to uh, dive into this conversation with you today, Jeff.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, man. It was uh, it's great to be here, and I really appreciate you extending the offer to uh, to talk about what we do at Iron House here in Nashville that makes us different from all the other gyms in the area.
0: I love it, man. Dude, tell me a little bit about your background, how you got interested in fitness and uh, how how things came to be.
1: Man, so, uh, you know, uh, let's see, I could go down so many different roads here, (laughs) Um, but it it really starts with the day I was born. When I was born, I was born with a brittle bone disease known as osteogenesis perfecta. Um, Both my legs were born broken, they did not know, so as my parents did not know, so every time they would pick me up to change my diaper, I would scream, holy hell. And um, this went on for about six weeks. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it was. And I was finally diagnosed with osteogenesis perfecta because of the blue sclera in my eyes. I was um, six weeks old. This was 1980, so they didn't have all the fancy tech. You're right. They just knew my bones healed as a bow, like a
0: like right. bow.
1: Um, lived a very normal childhood. Um, I remember like weird stuff, like I fell once, like break breaking my I broke my leg walking up the stairs. It's crazy. Like remissed the step and kind of like recalled it down and broke my leg. But I was so young, I didn't really think anything of it. Um, played sports. The only ones I wasn't allowed to do was soccer and football, which I didn't really understand. But I was eight, and I found a love for baseball. Um, That's great. I got into that, Was just loved it. Um, and then when I was eight years old, the summer of 89, I decided to, on a double-dog day, or go down a hill on a skateboard. <laughs> because, you know, when you're nine, or by <laughs> the turn nine, because it was you know, June, and I was going to turn July and September. And I was, I've, I've always been very competitive kid. Uh, I hate to lose. I'm one of those people, like I just, I, I love, I love winning because I think if you win, you do good for other people too, not just yourself. Um, and I, I've translated that over into business and made that a pillar, but um, this kid called me out and I, I ended up going down <laughs> the hill and the next thing I know I woke up um, and it was just plastered on the pavement. I, I, I couldn't move and I looked down and saw, like, you know, my right ankle or my right leg, my ankle was touching my left ankle. So my leg was completely spun back. Not good. And my right knee was down. But you know what's weird? I can't tell you anything about, like, the pain I felt that day, but I can tell you the pavement was the hottest thing. Oh, that's it was a interesting. yeah. Day. They had just repaved the neighborhood in Sweet Briar out there in Farragut, right outside Knoxville, Tennessee, a few weeks earlier. And it was just brutal. Um, get to the hospital. They put me in traction. So they pulled yep. my bone straight. Yikes. Um, it was broken in five places. No doctor would operate on me because of my bone disease. My, my sure. doctor who was seeing me in Knoxville had to fly back overseas to be able to uh, rod. So, it started to rod down my right um, femur. I lost a lot of blood in that surgery. Um, I had to go like two days um, with only being fed through IVs. Jeez, man. Um, just because the surgery kept getting delayed right. and they didn't know any better. Yeah. Um, I joked that that's probably what helped me get ready uh, for a bodybuilding career is starving at such a young age. <laughs> I'm just being delirious. It doesn't bother me now as an adult. But um, that kind of began the uh, journey. Um, I got done with that surgery. My right leg was two and a half inches longer than my wow. left. So what they decided was, well, the left leg's bowed. We'll just break that leg and rot it it's like, crazy yeah so which made sense you yeah. know and then to my parents and me it was like cool because i had this like two and a half inch lift that's yeah, a pretty substantial on the outside and, of yeah. a pair of jordans and yeah. when you're like in the third grade that ain't yeah. that ain't flying. that's you not know? cool man you can't be debraining yeah, the jordans he, like that no nah, man that's like the best years of the jordans too right you know? like 89 right. 90 were the best ones so <laughs> um i'm a big shoe shoehorn so um but anyway so do that have the surgery. I'm in these full body casts. I can't care for myself. I don't have everyone care for me. Um, and then I get out of that cast and then that leg is still an inch shorter. Dang. So the doctor's like, all right, well we'll do this illusion surgery for people who don't know. You've never seen those people with like the halos on their neck. Yeah. That's what it is. So Uh. they put 27 spokes through my tibula and fibula. Uh. And over the course of three months, I had to keep turning these screws. Right. And it kept my leg broken. Uh. Um, about eight weeks into it, um, they decided that things were a little off. So they decided to do a radical turn and I'll never forget this. Cause this is kind of like the first time, like I kind of realized I was like 10 at the time. Um, I just turned 10 cause it was winter. Uh, my mom had to have like sweats cut and made with Velcro uh, so they could go around sure. that part cause it was so big. Um, I remember like having to cut my skin off the spokes cause it kept getting infected and just keeping these open wounds, like taking care of. I another mean, 27 holes so it was just a lot
0: yeah it's a lot going on man
1: yeah and, uh, so he, the doctors like we're gonna do this radical turn it'll be fine we'll finish this surgery strong they ended up start turning it and I remember being like man like it just doesn't feel right and like I was getting like real panicky so then they had uh, the assistant lay on my chest oh And yikes. my mom hold my head it's like barbaric yeah you know and uh, they had um, I started them pushing like the guy because he kept turning I was like this doesn't feel right and it was weird pressure I can never it's like if I were to like um slowly pull back a rubber band like before mm. it breaks mm. and I felt it and the next thing I know he broke my leg
0: Damn. I was like I was
1: just done and a few weeks after that like they they called the surgery off they knew that like I was just I wasn't sleeping at that point. Like, yeah. I was really responding. Really. Just not, no, yeah, well. like Yeah, man, like, you know, I'm real open about my battles with mental health. I think that some of that stuff started then. Sure. Um, Especially when you look at what antibiotics do to the gut yeah. health and how your gut health is associated with neurotransmitters. Absolutely. And I was bombarded with these monstrous antibiotics. And I remember that whole 12 weeks, they pretty much had me on a had, form of antibiotics. Had you pumped up full yeah, of them, yeah. Because, you know, if you have a sniffle, that, that was the day that, here, takes a bit of something. Right, know, yeah, yeah, they are just give it to everybody, song. yeah. yeah. So, um, they did that surgery, they pulled me out, um, I started going to physical therapy again because I was spending roughly about three hours every day in there doing either ther- water therapy, or yeah. just stuff to keep it going, and then the very first step, my leg broke. 10 Two days later, I'm back on a night. So, I had um, 18 surgeries. That's absurd, water.
0: man. Yes. Yeah, so on that one leg? On bo- both. Uh, between both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, sort that's of so like, many, man. Yeah,
1: there was a bike accident that I did. I've always been the one who just pushed the boundaries I, like, I'm like. starting to catch up, that vibe
0: man. and,
1: <laughs> and uh, so um, they told me after that leg broke and then it happened again I had a few months underneath me walking my leg broke I was walking through a department store in Kansas City to see a specialist who diagnosed me yeah me a second opinions and stuff my leg just broke I couldn't walk and it was so embarrassing people just laughing at me and making fun of me yeah sure you because know, I had this disability I look normal with the right. exception of soft bones right um So, I mean, I started getting pissed off. I bet. That was the point where I was, like, really pissed. And then um, I said, you know what? I'm going to start, I'm going to walk back into high school. I'm going to do it. I'm going to walk into high school. Because I was in and out of school, mostly homeschooled, from, like, third grade all the way to my freshman year of high school. Yeah, wow. Freshman year of high school, my parents were like, we'll put you in a smaller school, Knoxville Catholic High. I was fortunate. I came from a middle-class family, and then my mom had kind of saved well. And I was able to go to Knoxville Catholic High School. That's great. Um, got in there. I limped a little bit. I was 95 pounds. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, kids bullied me. They would, like, ride on my gl- like break in my locker, and, like, put tape on my glasses and said, like, cripple. Dang. I'm short. You know, I'm still 5'2", if you're listening. I didn't grow, really. Sorry. <laughs> I just decided to become as wide as I am tall. Um, and then one day during math, it was, like, it was May of my freshman year. Uh, this I had been working out, like get a little bit more into the gym. Um, we had done weightlifting class, Coach Chate for the football team. I I, I did video for him. Cool. He was always super supportive of me in the weight room, you know, because I had basics of understanding from being a physical therapy. Yep. You know that from working with patients, you're trying to teach them different modalities to take care of themselves. So the physical therapist I had had assumed crutches, wheelchairs, canes, get my upper body stronger. So right. I was very good at like upper body work already, never had a fracture it. or things like that. Um, and then he called me cripple and walked up to the board and I so came over me. I walked up there and turned him and started hitting him in the face. and uh, That's crazy. I, I got split up and um, I'm suspended for three days. I thought my mom would, would have holy hell with me on it. Um, she was super cool. She took me to lunch. She was just glad I stood up for myself. Yeah. Um, and then that day I was walking down a uh, Kroger's because she had to get some stuff and I'll on there I saw Paul Demayo on a cover of Flex Magazine. He was just this big, awesome bodybuilder back there. I saw his legs. I just remember being like, man, if I could get my legs like that, I'd never break my bones again. Right. And if I got that big, no one would ever mess with me again. And I just started just consuming. I came up that, I mean, I brought that magazine, the Muscle Fitness, the Muscle Mag, every magazine I had, man, that day. I brought them. My mom got them from me. I went home, read them. Went to the bookstore that weekend. Got Arnold's book. Just started to value it. <laughs> so um, I was good. 95 pounds uh, my freshman year. I went back to high school. I graduated from high school. And 170 pounds.
0: Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, I, what, what was some success to your, your weight gain at that point and, and muscle mass at that point?
1: I ate to the point I was about to throw up and couldn't eat anymore. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I wasn't a great looking 170, but I was strong. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> went to college, all that. And then when I was 25, I was working for the Department of Homeland Security. Um I had pretty much maxed out the amount of hours I could work there in a sewered kind of like real mm-hmm. uh, crappy environment. I think we could all relate to that. You sure. Went places where you're just like I just can't do it. I'm done. Do any, yeah. Doing more hours than the forty. So there was this guy named Clint who I owe everything I have for me getting into this industry. He was harassing me to join his training team, and I always thought personal trainers were losers, you know, who <laughs> would put women in weird positions and stretch them and just <laughs> yeah. do these absolute just dumb workouts people and I just be like oh it's fluff <laughs> you know I don't do nothing and so finally I was like you know what the money was competitive to what I was making at Homeland Security sure I can make my own schedule and um, I was like yeah yeah screw it I'll do it so um, I started working nights got my first client she wanted she wanted to wear this lingerie piece for her 10-year anniversary um on this vacation she was doing so uh I helped her drop weight. I'll never forget, she came in one day, a few months later, and picked me up. And I'm not a little guy. Pick up and swirl around, you know, I'm 5'2", 185 now. Yeah. And uh, she's just swirling me around like this thing. And she's like, I did it. I fit into it. And and just, you know, I was like, all right. It felt really good to get that win. Absolutely. So I was starting to get other wins with clients, like, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm not bad at this. Yeah. you know (laughs) what I mean? And um, I'll never forget, there was a, the federal security director for Homeland Security he used to have lunch with his employees. You go down the break room. this was a guy. He was a um, retired lieutenant colonel. So you know, just an amazing man, well decorated career. One day he was there having lunch while so I had lunch on my break, and he, we were talking. And I asked why I didn't get the um, promotion recently, and he told me he's like, "Well, you don't know, have the military background, and da 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 da." Ask me about another ten years, and he was like, "Look, you, this isn't even." He's like, you have a gift. He goes, you know, I hear you talking to other people about what you've done. I've watched you help employees here with their, with little things to help them get better. Some of the health initiatives I used to do with, you know, HR and stuff like that. He's like, that's what you're more meant to. So, the next day I drove into to work, I've <laughs> been there five years. I looked at my partner, Vince, and was like, I'm done. He's like, bullshit. And I'm like, no, I am. Walked up to HR at 8 o'clock that morning and turned it in and gave him, like, about two-week notice left, and then um, I had enough money saved up. I looked at a uh, client Billy and was like you know guys I'm, I'm going all in on this and within a month they had my book filled up and I was working by then I've been doing about two and a half three years yeah on the side and um, in 2010 I stepped out on my own and I uh, haven't looked back since you know it's been a great journey I've I've, I've worked with probably close to mate probably little over a thousand people now like that's crazy users. man that's fun and just you know I still have clients who text me just from from years ago, you know, because like I tell every coach I work with, it's great to work with competitors who want to go, you know, kick ass at Spartan or, you know, a bodybuilding show or a CrossFit meet, but you're only as good as their last placing. But so, if you help Mrs. Jones lose 10 or 20 pounds or Mr. Jones believe in himself and feel that confidence again as a man or confidence as a woman, they forever remember you. They dude, 100 And I just love doing it, you know, and I just, I can't think of anything else I'd rather do in my day. Then, yeah. uh, then, coach people to be better, and and you know a couple of years ago, in April of 2015, my business partner and I, who he's now passed on, but uh, we created Iron House. Yeah. And um, it was created on the idea of a place where anyone no matter the background could enter and not be judged, because you know I've I've been in the gym since shit the early 90s. Yeah. And I've watched it go from, you know, you could go in there and train hard and give your best to not be judged to. Suddenly gyms were created that were judgment-free, but yet they were full of judgment, Right. Um, and I wanted a facility, whether you're a strong man, a crossfitter, Mrs. Jones, Mr. Jones, a bodybuilder, or just a weekend warrior, or you wanted to improve your basketball game, or whatever, that you had a facility to go to, and that's how Iron House uh, began, you know, all who Super enter, cool. we just want you to be your own hero. And that's kind of been my motto for a few years
0: now. I'm just be here, man. that's super to... cool that that you you created this this space to because you're right. It's intimidating for a lot of people just to walk in and say I don't know what to do, I'm kind of clueless, right? And then, you know it's a judgment free zone, so they say. And then yeah, it's just not the, the reality, like you said, that you see in some of these other gyms. And I love that you created this space where. Man, it's pretty rare to see, you know, a powerlifter and a crossfitter and kind of everyday guy or girl trying to get in there and work out. Like, you just don't see that
1: very often. Yeah, it's, it's really rare. And I attribute that to a few things. One, um, Tim Ferriss talks about this. You're, you're rabid fans. Mm-hmm. You find your thousand fans, you know, you're, you're, you're doing really good as a company. And we have a community that just supports us. So, for example, we have our biggest month. We've had two of our biggest months ever in 2020. That's great. Um, yeah, plus considering we were shut down with um, the tornado that hit next door. Yeah. In early March, right. Um, I remember going to the gym that night. I uh, got up that morning, like when the tornado, because I heard it. And yeah. like, I remember. Uh, Super close know, to you guys. Up, and then it was just like I couldn't go back to sleep. And then about two thirty, the power still wasn't on, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna do my cardio for a walk." I get up and I'm only up to 2.30, 3.30 in the morning. I yeah, do my you're, you're an early guy. Yeah, I love it. No um, one's up to bother me, so I don't <laughs> feel like I have any responsibilities to do other than to serve myself, you know, and I'm able to read my 50 pages, do my coffee, be able to stretch, have a little breath work done, and be able to cold shower, and then when I go on the clock at 6 a.m., I know, I'm on, I know I'm there to serve everyone else for the rest of the day. Yeah, I love that. And that's that's been a key to my my entrepreneurship as far as me being able to stay evolving but also be able to recover to be able to keep evolving. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've noticed that with entrepreneurs, they tend to hit the gas too hard and, and don't know where the brake is. So, I've been very fortunate that I've I've figured out through my own errors when to hit the when to hit the brake and how to do yeah. stuff. Consistency yeah. over intensity, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's
0: the way to, to to get you there.
1: Oh yeah, you know, and, and recovery is just this huge thing. You know, team no sleep is team no results. <laughs> right. Um, so good. So yeah, good. Yeah. You know, I always tell everybody that, but. We had the tornado, then we had the pandemic, we had 12 weeks of lost revenue. Our gym members willingly donated their membership dues. We had over 70% of members just donate. Dang, that's cool,
0: man. I mean, I think it's testament to, obviously that you guys are serving your community well to say, hey, like we're, man, we're not gonna be able to be be open, but for them to still support you is huge.
1: Right, and you know, I think the big thing that really helped with that is the culture we've created. So, you know, um, when you run a gym, the biggest turnover is usually your front of house staff. Sure. Yeah, your front desk people. So we've managed at Iron House to keep the same. I've had the same manager for over two years now. Wow. And had the same main employee Monday through Friday who works the uh, eight to th- or seven to three shift. Uh, she's our assistant manager now. We just promoted her up and uh, we've had her for a year and a half. Yeah, that's great, man. So the turnover is at 0%. Right, which is huge. It's huge. Your employees. And also your members get familiarity and plus they understand, you know, what our three core principles are, our cornerstones of our culture, which is one, a will to win. Um, I want people on there who want to, who on my team who want to win, not just for themselves, but for, for others in the community, you know, we're there to create impact. We have a, we have a, uh, obesity problem. Dude, huge obesity problem. Yeah. I mean, you walk through a mall here in Nashville and they're like, oh, it's only forty percent national. My S generous is seventy percent. Yeah, you can't go anywhere without seeing. It.
0: And you're like, man, guys, take care of yourself. Yeah. It, it frustrates me that people take better care of their freaking cars than they do their own
1: bodies. Yeah, and they, you know, people don't understand that health is wealth and wealth is health. Right. You know, like it's like I tell clients, you know, when you you give your money to a financial advisor, you hope that they got the they got it right thirty years from now, right? Right. Like, yeah, I'm like, and you stay with them for thirty years, right? They're like, yeah, I'm like. Well, health coaching is the same way exactly, you know and same with chiropractic same with physical therapy same with massage. You got to stick with it for a while people don't understand that because you know we as a society still think that we can get our results in 24 30 days 12 weeks, whatever. That yeah, part, yeah, right the number is yeah, but we have so many things that are going against us I can tell you that we began my journey down the functional medicine realm and integrated nutrition began when I started having clients just crying that they were doing all the things I said. Yeah. And they couldn't get results. So that led me into diving into gut health, into, you know, the chemicals we're exposed to, xenoestrogens and all sorts of stuff. And, and really, in all honesty, as we evolve modern, through modern living, we're more—it's more against us than it is for us. Right. And we're seeing more and more health problems uh, evolve from that.
0: Yeah, so. and, and just the lack I mean—the lack of good quality food and the lack of just misin- You know, so much misinformation out there. People have not a clue in the world how to take care of themselves.
1: Yeah, and that's why I think that sometimes the fitness industry does the service. Sure. Because we have this current trend going on where it's, I need to share as much free information as possible. True. Sure. I need to pepper you with all my education and all my knowledge you know which a cornerstone of Iron House and, and my own personal brand relentless forever and who I am is continuing education you know yeah, I see. ask that all my coaches um, get a certification every year a new one that's and cool and attend a seminar that's on great some con. so that way they're always doing it, it can be a gut it can be a class on gut health it can be an HRV class it could be a seminar on how to be a better business person I don't care so take something pursuing education Jeez. um yeah i'll be honest with you um as of march the end of march my entire front of house staff my entire sales staff and my entire coaching staff will be certified in not only nutrition but also hormones oh that's great man yeah so and that's that way a they can piece. talk to people when we book the coach consoles because it's you know people think it's a sale right and sure yeah there's an extra product there to increase the lifetime value of a client that's what business does sure But the understanding of the why we give a shit about this, the the why your hormones suck, and how we can help you that, you know, you can have the 65 Mustang that looks great on the outside, but have a terrible engine.
0: Yeah, that's know,
1: And, you know, you probably see that with people who do chiropractic work. They just can't seem to get better. And then you pull labs and you find their C-reactive proteins high, their homocysteine, which shows their methylation's off have all these things going them. Exactly. Like, that's why your body's not recovering. Yeah, she that's why you feel so bad. terrible. Yeah. Correct.
0: How have you seen hormones play into some some people's ability to to you know achieve weight loss or achieve their fitness goal versus those that, that aren't? Oh, man, that's I mean, like a horrible, <laughs> whole journey. Maybe give me the, the 10,000 foot view <laughs> so, or, or m- key points. So
1: I can tell you this everything runs together. 100%. And we, as a society, the medical community, through no fault of their own, because you know this chiropractor. If you don't take care of your business in the form of continuing education, you're going to get swallowed up. 100%. You're going to get left behind. Yeah. The problem you have to face is you also have to learn to be a doctor, yeah. practice being a doctor, but also run a business and practice being a business owner. These are all different hats you got to wear. It's, true. But it's hard for doctors to keep up with things as it evolves. Um, so what you generally will find is that, they have a snap, that their education piece is a snapshot of where they went to college and whatever yeah. former reps they talked to. So what you, to lead me around to that is you will see a lot of people come in with hormone problems that doctors will miss. And today I just did a thyroid um, video where it talks about, like in your, I talked about in your basic physical, for example, on thyroid. They'll do your thyroid stimulating hormone your mm-hmm. T4. And they're like, oh, you have a normal, normal panel. Right. That's not even close to being true. Right. You need to know what the free T3 is, the free T4. You need to know what reverse T3 is. Is your body under stress and it's converting your active thyroid to a reverse T3? because it thinks it's under stress. This is a natural design, but as that number climbs, your body's ability to burn fat goes down. Way down, right. And that's usually a cortisol response. So what you'll see with women and men is you'll see them be like, I saw me getting fat in my belly and I can't explain it. Hmm. And that's usually cortisol because of an enzyme. HSB likes to bind more affinity, has more affinity binding to your belly cells than at a three times ratio than anywhere else in your body. Right. So you'll start seeing that. Um you'll see with women over the age of 50 when they're in menopause, they'll start losing their butt and putting it on their belly. Yeah, and that's because they're losing estrogen, they're losing progesterone. So, to answer your question in an aerial view, from men to women, if they have hormone issues, which a lot of women it's a lot of estrogen dominance, is what you see. Yep, and that's from I think a lot of it's from food you have the processed foods that have xenoestrogens. You know, the water has xenoestrogens. All the makeup they put on, the chemicals in their hair, xenoestrogens. And, and what xenoestrogens are? It's a chemical that your body can't recognize, and it's bioavailable, so a body just goes, oh, I can't process this, but I'm going to process it as an estrogen.
0: Mm-hmm. And if
1: you look at young boys today, what do you see at the pools? You see them with like breast tissue, mm. lower back fat, typical fat patterning you will see on a woman. Interesting. Now starting to show up in young boys. Yeah. Um. You know, because I went this summer. And um, you know, to the you know stuff with my sons, and I remember just being like, "Whoa, it's like really a lot different." Um, and then what you'll see with women, you'll see them being estrogen dominant, low progesterone. And what women don't realize is, is very, when you start hitting perimenopause, your progesterone is just going down. Right, There's just nothing take you it. can do about it. Yeah, it's just normally you have to look at a way to fix it. It's no co- It's also no coincidence that one out of four women over the age of thirty-five is on an antidepressant. Wow. because your progesterone releases something called alloprogesterone I believe is what it is um, which actually is soothing and calming to your nervous system Interesting. so what you'll see is women will start suddenly getting anxiety issues, depression because of the low thyroid being stuck in a fight or flight state and you'll see these hormone panels be really thrown off men are easy, low testosterone you just fix it you know, right, yeah, add, make sure the estrogen is at a decent level not too high but um, it's what I see a lot of is women who are on birth control, um, which I think is fine. You, know, you just have to find a birth control that works for you. But you'll see women with birth control, like estrogen of less than five. Wow. And that's, you know, like I tell ladies, like you want some estrogen because it's cardiovascular protective. It helps build your bones. Right. It helps with your inflammatory response um, and things like that. So there's really a lot in play. And we have no one else to blame but ourselves, the lack of proper information that's out there, and the lack, I think, of t- doctors being able to have time to really sit down with patients and say, "These are all what's going on with you, X, Y, Z. These are things we need to fix." The biggest buck you get now, and you might know this from what you do, is people don't want to take supplements. And I'm right. like, "Well, look, man, like nature just is not replenishing at the rate it needs it to." It needs to, correct. It, it's kind of like you just got to do what you got to do. And you got to fortify your body, and unless you're going to eat pounds of you know fruit <laughs> and vegetables. It's just hard to do and most people don't understand that like your micronutrients and your, and your which are your multivit which is your minerals and your vitamins think of that as your foundation to a house mm-hmm. you know if you don't eat a good diet you know because you get a lot of people like I don't eat fruit because I make you fat I'm like no it's not <laughs> how that works you know it depends upon what your insulin levels are sure and things does. like that so what we do at Iron House what I do is I'll have clients pull up a it's um you guys if you're listening you go to LifeExtension.com. is the comprehensive weight loss panel underneath lab testing, think it's 206 bucks. If you leave it in your cart for 24 hours, they usually email you a coupon to take 15% off. So there's a little hack for you during the holidays. They run specials. There you go. But it's got your complete hormone panel, your complete thyroid panel, your fasted insulin. It's got cortisol. Lets you know your That's ferritin, super cool. Lets you know a lot, so you can really kind of take that bigger picture back. And you could really customize one's nutrition because if the insulin levels are too high, you know you'd go with a lower carb cycle or even a keto. Um, you know, if the hormones are off, that you would need to feed them more fats because fats with cholesterol transcription help increase hormones. You would know by based off that how many days a week you need to program them for weight training. Mm, that's good. You need to feed them more um, because most people do under eat, way under, way under eat. So um, and they train too much, you know, you get clients who are just be on a train six, seven days a week. They can't recover it. Yeah. Um, so when you have a look at the hormones, you can really get a specific picture of how you can treat it. And it's been the best way I've found over years to really customize things to be able to get better results. Do you get 100% results? A lot of it depends upon if the client's compliant. Sure does. How long they're willing to stick it out. But usually there are people who will go the distance. And what I mean by that is greater than nine months are usually put back together with a better metabolic rate, hormonally balanced, and that's just the way the world is and they're just better for it.
0: Yeah. I mean some of the some of y'all's you know testimonials are just crazy. I mean seeing some of the before and after of, of some of the things that you guys have done is just it's crazy. I mean to watch you guys retake some people's lives from you know, be it a weight loss, or, you know, they're so much more confident at that point, right? And you've restored their life, right? Like, these people are, are, are going to age well at this point. You know, when they're 60, 70, 80, their metabolic health is... And they're going to know how to take care of themselves. They're going to know how to eat well. Uh, they've lost weight. Now, when they're 60, 70, 80, they're going to be able to get around as opposed to these these people who say, well, I'm just going to keep eating that way and keep being that way. And they're going to feel like crap when they're, you
1: know, 60, 70, 80. 100%. And that's something that, like, I know... No one really thinks about, you know. Um, no one thinks about how this looks in one year, five years, yeah. ten years. I know from my bodybuilding career that I remember laughing at the older guys when I was in there in my twenties, jumping right. in at two twenty five, <laughs> on up on bench, and then getting up to three, or four plates. And now I'm like fifteen minutes with one thirty five, with right. all sorts of shoulder stuff <laughs> in between. I'm bored out of my mind. Just yeah, I want to get going and. It's just you never think about the future like that, and I really try to really try to tell clients like I might be the slower go, Um, and I won't take anyone who who won't do at least three months. Yeah, because I don't think you get the right results if you do three months. So I do a tracker system. Clients check in weekly. They monitor their weight. They monitor their macros. Um, I have them monitor their sleep, their energy, their strength, because those biofeedbacks as you know matter. Um, Their blood glucose. So that gives me insight into is there hormone imbalances, or mm-hmm. too much cortisol in the morning. Um, it gives me insight into how they're recovering from like. So if you have to do a two hours post workout meal, and the numbers are low, you can you can then understand that they're insulin sensitive or insulin resistant. Which if you are insulin sensitive, your your cells are accepting carbohydrates to help drive protein in so you can recover. Mm-hmm. If you're not, you can't. And then you know if you're at blood glucose or your your numbers are high all the time. You're in a low-grade state of inflammation. Your body's not going to burn body fat anyway. Yeah. So between that and having people take their temperature, I can understand adrenal issues, thyroid issues, a whole bunch of things within the first 90 days, get their gut health usually shored up, get their macros kind of figured out, get their balance going, and then kind of get them gaining momentum, do the hormones in about three to four months, and then just round that baby out.
0: I love it. I think it's important too that you're you're trying to look at this and, and as opposed to just knocking everybody over the head with this is the way that, that Jeff and this is the way that Iron House, uh, you know everybody goes keto or everybody does this. And it's like, dude, that's frustrating and, and you, you may get some results for some people, you know, for you call it half of people, right? But right. there's gonna be that, that half that like you say that came into your your place and say, Hey, I'm frustrated, I'm working out six days a week, I'm severely restricting my food, like my nutritionist told me to. Uh, and I'm not getting where I want to go, and that drives me nuts about people.
1: a 100%. You know, like that's the one thing when I get a lot of clients, the common theme usually in men and women is they dieted at least five times in the past few years Jeez. with failure. It's crazy. Written all over it. Yeah. And like I always tell my clients, I'm like, you can always tell one's metabolic rate um, because if they're going along and they eat a bad meal and it sticks to them. Then you know, yeah, yeah, they I were know, severely just going out and eating like a plate trash panda, <laughs> you know, at a buffet and stuffing 14 pounds of food in your belly. But if you go out and have a normal cheat meal and you're up four or five pounds the next day, that's bad. That means you just didn't really, you know, put it where you need it to. It means you got some gut health issues going on, transient times off. There's a lot of stuff you got to look at, but I just don't think people understand. like how fragile we really are as a species. We think we're rarely... You really think we're enduring. bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm like, well, no wonder the average lifespan was 20 years old during the Egyptian time because you used to tell, beat the shit out of people building a pyramid and starve <laughs> them of water or food. If they didn't do enough, they killed over dead. Right. And, and now you got people who, you know, you're starting to see the effects of, of crossfit and high-intensity training on men and women. Yeah. Because they cannot get into recovery mode Um, I think it's a big issue. Yeah, it is. It's
0: under, yeah, and I see a lot of those guys, and they just don't seem to, you know, they think they can just go hard six, seven days a week.
1: Right, and that's been my biggest argument that that I've had, and I'll get into it because I don't mind going down this rabbit hole I love it. That's been my biggest argument with the CrossFit community.
0: Yeah, sure. Why they
1: haven't come out and just said, look, you're doing this high-intensity training. You need to be eating more. These diets to be fortified. Paleo just doesn't work for everybody. No. There's got to be some a better level of nutrition. And then number two, understanding the importance of breath work and calming down the nervous system after working out. Yep. You get your heart rate to 150, 160, 170. A lot of those people leave that like orange theory. They'll get in the car. They'll pick up their phone.
0: <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: and they're, you know, talking to their boss. And they don't ever get a chance to get out of this sympathetic state. Yeah. Your body's only designed to do that for minutes at a time. Correct. Right. A bear, a bear's chasing yeah.
0: you. I'm designed to get away from this bear yeah. and then come back down.
1: And small balance of that is great. It helps your immune system. Is how we fight yep. off viruses. It helps your body with inflammation to prevent injuries. But when you get stuck in this long term fight or flight, you mm. get these issues. And then you, what happens is historically you get a lot of women who yeah. under eat. Yep. You know the women who go far and cross it usually have a great relationship with food. Right, like they understand. Like, no, I need to eat four, or and, five and thousand they, calories, and they freaking look strong as heck, uh-huh. right? And they, I and mean, if you look at them, usually for the most part, they are hormonally good because they eat so much. They right. can recover the training.
0: They're fueling themselves well enough. They're right. not, they're not living this lifestyle of oh, i can only eat twelve hundred a day. It's like, right. oh, no way.
1: Right, and then what happens is you get these, you know, these girls come in, they'll do this CrossFit class four or five times a week, then they'll go do Soul Cycling, then they'll go do bar. Yeah, and then you know this adds up. Because your body has something called allostatic load. And you know this from injury. It only takes so much. And And then they wonder, yeah. Yeah, your body recognizes stress all the same. It doesn't differentiate the stress of working out from the stress of of your kids, from the stress of your job. It just only knows the total amount of stress before it starts breaking. Right, you start seeing these issues, and I'll be honest with you, I love these things because they fuel my business, yeah, yeah, right. Well, well, they, they do mine as that. well, unfortunately. Yeah, I know, and I, I it, it's it's really kind of made me sit back and been like, Are we really doing a service to everyone? Yeah, like you know, what, what you'll it's really sad to have women, and I, I don't really know where this comes from, but you know, I'll get women who just miss their periods, you know, functional yeah. hypothalamic amenorrhea, yeah, and they're just missing them, and I'm like, Babe, that's like. A period is a sign of hormonal health. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You it's a normal that. side effect of yeah. yeah and it's, if you don't have that, that means like you've got thyroid is down regulating, you've got other stuff going on,
0: exactly, and so forth.
1: And you know, I spent some time during COVID doing a, a lot of deep diving on women's hormones, and there's like a two hundred calorie difference for women at which point they can lose their. Um, you have like this two hundred calorie difference too much. That's you know, wow. They start losing their period. Wow, that's uh, that's a thin, thin margin. Yeah, it's called the energy availability threshold or something like that. Energy energy availability threshold. And you take their body weight, you times, I think it's by 15.9. Um, and then that should roughly give you, um, it's all my computer at home, but I have it in my chart <laughs> that I use when I program with clients, um, females, because I want to make sure I'm feeding them enough out of the gate. Yeah. Um, a lot of coaches who are nutritionists will do a base number by 10, set the protein, and then just kind of create a deficit. In all honesty, with women, you just, you can feed them more reverse diet them out you could drop their hint and you could put in steps like non-exercise adaptive thermogenesis mm-hmm. women will respond very well to that um but i'm looking forward to i, I had hoped when last man got the nice old retirement you know, him, um that that new leadership would take over because you know they are what most people associate fitness with now is CrossFit. Correct. Um, and I think it's great because it got people moving, but I think right. they now are a point they're big enough that they have a a natural service as the leaders they are in the industry to come out and do better and make more impact. I, I think key parts to that,
0: I think you hit the nail on the head, and I see it a ton. You know, I got people who who if people automatically want to attribute an injury to, well, you know, I, I've got some, you know, I I hurt my low back because my core is weak or. You know, I've got this imbalance with the way I'm moving. You know, there's just something going on here, right? And it's like, no, dude, you're just beating yourself into the ground six days a week. You, you're you constantly, you know, you have zero carbs in your diet, and you're doing this, you know, you're working out hard as heck so many days a week, and you're stressed out from life, right? And you, you know, you drink on occasion as well, and it add, all this stuff adds up, right? And, and then they wonder why, crap, I'm injured all the freaking time. Right, 100%. And, and again, they beat themselves into the ground. And I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head, I think. Um, CrossFit does some good things. I think the, the underlying idea of, hey, let's get some folks moving definitely makes a lot of sense. But um, you definitely got to come alongside them and educate some folks from a, a standpoint of how can I fuel myself appropriately so that I have, I'm having less injuries. I'm actually losing the weight that I'm desiring to lose and reach the goals that I want to reach as well. Why do you think you guys are more successful at doing that at Iron House than you, you see it from some of these other places that, that people just show up?
1: Man. Obviously, it sounds like
0: continuing education is probably one of the biggest pieces of it.
1: Honestly, it's our third pillar. It's our desire to serve. I love it. We have a servant heart among that team. Um, I watch coaches who will go in on their free time, not getting paid, just to help clients. Um, who I see, you know, um, just it's it's a plethora of things, man. But in, in all honesty, it's that desire to serve. I think people know when they come in, they meet yeah. us. And we genuinely care. They hear about us from, you know, all the referrals, like 33% of our membership growth every month is from referrals. That's great. Massive.
0: That's the best compliment somebody can pay to a business. Considering
1: we grew 54% last year, and we're on pace to grow at 70% this year Dang, before that shows, COVID. that's huge. Um, we'll still actually probably cross around 50, 50, which is huge. Still very it's impressive. It's a testament to the culture, you Yeah. Know? And I think what happens is you enter with us, you understand you're becoming part of the family, and we have a desire to win for you um, you get in this industry in this space there's a lot of good gyms here in Nashville sure there I are I yeah. met a lot of good coaches here in Nashville yeah. um, I think that ultimately this industry is coming towards regulation yeah. um, and I think that what's really helped us is we've stayed ahead of the curve with certifications yep. we've stayed ahead of the curve because you know um, I, I'm a Nick Saban fan I'm a diehard <laughs> balls fan but I love me some Nick Saban because <laughs> I understand how hard it is to yeah. create a culture that wins year after year yeah. after year. It's so hard to keep that in play. Um and you know, high achievers don't like mediocre people, mediocre people don't like high achievers. It was a quote of his and I, I used this in my last meeting and I said, guys, that's us, we're the high achievers. Like we don't we don't accept anything less. You know, like I do meetings that are people everyone shows up. Hmm. With the exception of just some random stuff going on, they'll be there. That's good. Um, you know, like this last meeting I had, we went over a PCOS case study. And mm. like what PCOS looks like in blood work and how you would solve that. That's uh, like cool. Supplements, training, nutrition, and so forth. So I'm very, very lucky from the top down that I have support. But I think what would really make the difference is when you walk in is how you feel. Yeah. And I think that that's what really sets us apart because people will come in and they like the fact that we don't push them. We just explain what we're there for. We talk about what we know. We let the rest do the talking.
0: Yeah, that's huge, man. That's huge. What's been your favorite story of all the years that you've done this from, from a patient?
1: You know, my first one is probably my most touching. Yeah. But um, recently I have one. I actually, I'll give you, I have a couple. I love it. But they're all hormone. Okay, cool. Like, so I have a woman.
0: Which is obvious in your passion for it yeah, and how much we've talked about it so far.
1: Helping a woman. You know, I have, I help men. Like I said, men are... I joke because men are easier than women. Women always yeah. like, yeah, men have an easier game. I'm like, yeah, they do. They just have <laughs> to figure out testosterone and kind of like understand their thyroid and not to eat total trash. And yep. Guys will usually respond. You know yep. that. It's just the way the genetics are. Right. But when you help a woman take back her health and she no longer feels crazy. Yeah. She no longer feels like she's this outsider. Mm. She feels like you listened to her. Um, you helped her gain her sex life, her yeah. confidence, sleep better, not sweating to death, you know, not feeling distant, not feeling depressed, not feeling anxious, you really help bring her peace. That's been, those have been my most rewarding. I just recently have a one that I just did, which was super cool. Um, I have a transgender, uh, female to male, and he had been with multiple coaches, some big name coaches in the industry. Couldn't figure him out, hmm. talk to him, put him through my questionnaires, Figured I was really, honestly, gut health issues. Interesting. And the before and after. I mean, he's just was you know just so happy with it. I and love he's it. Still got a way to go. He wants to compete. Be one of the first you know female male transgenders who competes, um, and so forth. And, and that was really cool. You know, you get men who get their swag back. You know, who, yeah. So forth. It's just it's rewarding, man, because you just got so many people who are who are counting on you, mm. who pay you to help them. Find peace and so find confidence.
0: There's just nothing better than that. Yeah, dude, I, I feel that as well, man. Yeah. Anytime you take somebody who's just feeling like crap and and they're missing something in their life and right. not able to do the things they love and and to take them and help them regain that is it's just nothing more
1: wonderful. Yeah, man. you know, I mean, I got I got. Sorry, I can't limit it to one. I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I can sit over here and talk not, about stories yeah, all day. We could do four not podcasts not. on that. You know, it's 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 cool when you have clients who get pregnant. And then they come back, and they figure out their hormones for post-pregnancy, and they bounce back, and they, yeah. you know, just like it, all that stuff's great, you know. And, and I can't really give you one, but I, but I can tell you that every person I've ever worked with, I remember in my own special way. When, yeah. When they go on and they go about their own journey, I've been very fortunate. Most of my clients stay with me four and five years. Which it's, it's almost like a relationship. Like I'm, yeah. I'm almost like always, you know, like fucking third wheeling it. Somewhere. <laughs> but um, in all honesty, man, it's just been it's been a hell of a journey. I'm looking forward to. It. To what twenty twenty one brings. Twenty twenty has been a great year. I mean I think that if you say this year sucks and you're in business it's because you didn't double down on yourself, you didn't believe in yourself and you didn't really push hard enough to make shit happen for you. Yeah. That's yeah. just what I believe. I mean like I grew my online coaching because I had no other choice. Yeah. Right. I shattered you know, some records for myself and just I broke my financial goal I had for myself this year. I broke the Gulp gym number for memberships I wanted this year. So all good. sorts of shit. And yeah. was able to give everyone raises, be able to bring trainers underneath me. So, you know, oh, you are the outlook, and like I tell everyone, your mindset every day, and it's the best poison you're going to consume. And you better make sure you know what poison you're consuming is it good or is it bad? Oh, way, it dude, is that's good. Consuming.
0: That's so good, man. What you know, from a, a weight loss standpoint, this kind of segues in nicely to this. What what are kind of the keystone habits or mindset things that people have to have really to help achieve some of their goals? Because I think a lot of it comes down to that too, right? If someone says, well, I've tried this before and, you know, I'm not going to be able to, you know, I don't know if this is going to be any different.
1: Right. I think the biggest ones is people understand that you have to be active. Yeah. You know, you just can't, you know, just do weights with me a couple days a week and you're <laughs> going to look great. Right. Um, that it's okay to be hungry. That, yeah. You know, like, you know, that it's part of it. You're not going to be like, if you're, if you're trying to gnaw your arm off or, if you're looking at the wallpaper to know if it really tastes like snozzberries that's, <laughs> that's a whole different kind of hunger but what you'll see is you'll see people with leptin and ghrelin imbalances from just years of dieting issues um, just with with bad dieting practices you know where they'll just be hormonally screwed up it's kind of like you gotta bear through it but in all honesty, it's the mindset it's really them believing that they can and like I tell every client I work with like ultimately your success is you it's how well you're gonna track things how mm-hmm. well you're gonna pay attention to it how well you're going to really spend to build the time so to make these things happen which is why I found my tracker system has been very helpful. I call it like a balanced diary. You know, you're able to kind of just understand Mm -hmm. these are the key little habits I did to make things happen and these are results I got from it. Sure, sometimes it's data meticulous but when the result is that you can figure out a way to live for yourself that works specifically for you, what have you got to lose? Like I tell people they've been doing these detoxes and teas and wraps and and 30 <laughs> don't day don't
0: get me started on those.
1: Yeah, but you know that's like uh, I could get over with something about that, but um, you know if you don't believe in yourself and you as a coach don't talk to your clients, you have to understand if you're a coach and you're listening, or you're in business and you're listening, you're a leader and you're leading someone not through position but through permission. Yeah. They came to find you because they view you as an authority, so they're basically saying like, hey, Chris. I need you. You're the guy to unlock this for me and make me mm-hmm. feel whole again. If you don't understand that that's how they're coming to you, then you've already lost. Yeah, you right hmm You know, if you're going to be someone who's an authority, then you need to be someone who is a leader. And the unfortunate thing in the health and fitness space, you know, with what we do, you've probably heard of people who went and saw saw massage therapist who said that they were really, oh, I've worked with two school therapists, chiropractors, yeah. I know what to do. Yeah. Man. You know, you have people who, you know, they've worked with coaches before, but what you'll find is their definition of a coach was the advocate or trainer or that it right. works wraps trainer oh, boy. or stuff like that. And they already have this like weird idea of it. And I'm like, one, I'm not a trainer. I'm a coach. Right. I'm going to shove on you and make you uncomfortable. That's why you're paying me. Yeah. You're not paying me to blow fluff up your ass and tell you, <laughs> nothing, tell you look good and feel good. Hey, you know what? You didn't do shit this week. Great job. No, I'm not going to tell you. But you know what? Don't complain if you're not getting results because you're not putting in the work. Right, and, cold hard truth. Yep, and I think that that's what we need a little bit more of, and that's what the industry needs to pivot to, is yeah. understanding like that. There's it's okay to have uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. You know, I I like I said, I I believe in what I do one hundred percent. I believe in what my team does one hundred percent. I tell my coaches, and I tell anyone listening, if client wants things that you know don't feel right to you, and you'll feel it, you'll feel it. You know, we all have that little feeling mm-hmm. when we talk to people. Don't do it. Don't risk your brand.
0: Yeah, you know, that's true. Iron you. House
1: has over what, 140 155 star reviews Wow you know I've got I mean yeah you sit there and pepper and say oh yeah we're great we're great but you don't get those unless you do the work yeah the genuine work the, the grind to get there and I, I think that you know as a whole the health and fitness industry I think we'll head is heading towards a merger. I think you'll see a lot of the modalities merge I think you'll see Kairos merge physical therapists mm-hmm. therapist merge massage therapist all sorts of stuff because really your health is a very very diverse mm. group of people involved to help keep you better. Absolutely, so different than your financial group that you yeah. surround yourself with.
0: Right? Yeah. It's it. There's so many people that, that weigh into it. Right. I right. mean, I've got my own limitations. Right. I've got things I'm good at, but I've got my own limitations. Right. But that's where you know you you partner with everybody and get everyone on board with this. Right. 100%. It's like you know, hey, there's a plenty of great kairos that I've sent some patients out to before. There's plenty of great. Uh massage therapist is the same way. You know, I obviously want to have a good, you know, physician on board, right, who's somebody who's not going to, you know, rush them through the door, like what you were kind of talking about earlier, and just kind of cookie-cutter approach from a panel standpoint. And it's always critical to have, like you say, a nutritionist and a coach on board and somebody somebody that fits these people's personalities. And I think people get stuck and, and boxed into doing the same thing over and over and again. 100%. Dude, don't settle for that crap, man. It's like if, if you are not getting the results that you want, f- seek somebody out for physical therapy or, or chiro or a new nutritionist or a new coach whatever it is man just keep getting after it and find who works for you
1: 100% and I think that that's one thing that you know if we're going to be a part of change in the industry whether what industry you're in and you know if you're local and you're listening to the restaurant your restaurant owner or bar owner or anyone who's an owner if people don't fit your brand it's okay you don't need to be for everybody yeah you know I joke that Iron House is Misfit Island It's just a bunch of misfits (laughs) who don't fit in anywhere else, but they fit in with us. And I love it. It's just an island of misfits.
0: I love it. That's great, man. That's great. Jeff, how do we get in contact with you and uh, check out your gym?
1: Man, um, first off, thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. I think this is super cool what you're doing um, with the local 615. It's fun. I love love Nashville. I hope to one day be able to serve Nashville in a higher capacity than what I'm currently doing. Um, but, uh, you know, if you're listening to this and you're, you're local, get out there get involved in your community, go out there and say hi to people, wear your brand, talk to people about your brand and join local leadership initiatives, It's huge. join local business stuff. Some, I've had some great connections I made from joining a local leadership group. Um, you know, I look forward to seeing and talking to those people. Um, COVID has been weird, but it is what it is. But get out there and make some impact. Yeah, the huge. community, lo- and we're always looking at the online spectrum, but you need to learn to look at your community and fortify your community and surround it and dominate your local market in the way that just resonates rabid fans to want to follow you who want to give their all to you. So if that's you're, you're listen to this, you know that'd be my, my piece of advice for the one thing that I did was I, I quit loving my company um, and I listened to what a lot of other people thought mm. and was able to really make pivots that and ultimately paid off during the time of COVID for us to continue to grow at rates never seen. So I love um, it, make those kind of you know those kind of things. Um, but you guys can get a hold of me. I'm Jeff Unbreakable Black on Instagram. Um, I have a podcast I host with the two other great coaches who are Way smarter than me, but uh, it's a good uh, podcast. Yeah. Got a couple episodes, go check the podcast Thank you, man. out. Thank you, it's known as the Excellence Cartel.
0: What a great name!
1: And then, yeah, man, so I, I came up with that, and they were like, I don't know, and I'm like, dude, it's a play on words. Come that on. It's that funny is as shit. that is a great name. And they finally like slept on it, like, all right, we'll go with it. But if we get any backlash, like, I backlash. <laughs> like, we're not like it's one Asian guy and two white guys, like, cartel my ass, you know, and uh, but anyway. Um, the Excellence Cartel, we talk about all things um, health and fitness related and just being a better person. I mean, we've had the president of First Form, Sal, for yeah. come on, to Stephen Pressfield, who wrote The Legend of Bagger Vance*, to talk about what it's really like to turn pro. Super so recently, cool. the other day, yesterday, we just did a whole podcast on hormone replacement therapy. Super cool. And what to look for and stuff like that. So it's very diversified. You get a good laugh, probably, from listening to us. Um, but other than that, you can find me at Iron House. You can hit me up at Jeff at RelentlessForever.com. Just engage with me, you know, whatever you guys want. I'm here to help you guys and serve. If you're local coaches in the area listening to this, feel free to reach out to me. I'm always looking for new talent. I'm always looking for people who, you know, have a will to win, love to learn, and have a desire to serve. If you got those three, then I'm the place for you.
0: I love it, man. Jeff, thanks so much for your time, brother. And, uh, man, man. it has been a blast, dude. This has been
1: fun, absolutely. Awesome.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the Nashville Fitness Podcast. Don't forget, educate yourself, surround yourself with positivity, and take care of your body. It's the only one you get. Education is the key to a stronger and healthier you, one person and one community at a time. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, we would love for you to give us a five-star rating and leave us comments. If you want to find out more about us and how to maximize your health and performance, check out our clinic on Instagram at Momentum underscore sports PT or at MomentumSportsPT.com.